And we're officially live. Welcome back to another episode on the Coffee with Craner show. Today, I'm joined by Dan Jemis. He's a real estate agent and investor, owns multiple companies, um, Doobie's Home Center. You might have heard it in the Amherstburg community. He's and Apart from that, and apart from the multiple businesses he owns, like the Goldmar Property Management, Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, um, on the side, he hosts the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, um, and then also a, an active, active board member for the Community Living Essex County, also for the Amherstburg Community Foundation and Vice President of the Amherstburg Chamber of Commerce. All started in 2009. He's jumped into the real estate industry. He's been doing great since, has won multiple awards from Build Magazines, uh, Growth Growth Award, and, and other many, many awards across Ontario for his work as an agent. So Dan, I'm excited to have you on the show. And I think we're all interested in learning your advice in the real estate industry. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Lyndon. It's uh, it's lots of fun always, and you know, you and I, as you mentioned, sit on a couple of boards together. So it's fun to uh, to be with you. And I've been watching your your stuff here on uh, on the Kramer Show for a little bit, and you do fantastic. And uh, I loved watching your episode with Mike and Lisa, uh, friends of mine, and uh, you did great. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Glad to have you on, and uh, I'm learning stuff from you as well, being uh, an on air personality yourself. Um, and, and to kick off the show, Dan, I want to ask where in Amherstburg is your favorite place to get coffee or tea? Oh, great. That's a great question, Lyndon. And uh, I'm going to have to go with, with caffeine and co, uh, a great local shop. Uh, I'm not a huge coffee drinker myself, but that's definitely my, uh, my go-to, uh, when I uh, get my sweet tooth, which is quite often. Yes. Yes. Especially being so close to uh, caffeine and company. Just down the street. Yes. So, so Dan, when did you or I guess, why did you start a career in real estate? Well, um, I guess out of school, um, I started in radio. That was my, 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 my career, my forever career. Um, and I was uh, with AM 800 for almost 10 years. And it's funny because uh, in 2009, my intention, I got my real estate license, and my intention was to just basically sell real estate part-time and uh, continue in radio and retire in radio. Um, and it was a, a few months into my, my real estate career. I was licensed in December of 2009. Uh, and I, I sold my first property for some friends of mine uh, on January 1st, uh, 2010. And uh, it, from there, it kind of took off. And I'll never forget, you know, them teaching us in, in school that, the average realtors, you know, sell, you know, three, four homes a year. Uh, and so I, I remember saying to myself, okay, that's my goal. My goal is three or four homes a year. And everyone's always shocked by that number that that's in fact the average. And still to this day, that is, that is pretty much uh, uh, North America wide is the average three or four houses a year. Uh, and I got really lucky. I had a lot of support from friends and family and coworkers at, uh, at AM 800 and radio and TV. And uh, my career took off very, very early on. And so, um, I ended up using uh, using up my vacation within the first couple months of the year to try and keep up. And uh, I know Keith Chinnery, uh, who is now very involved with the with the Windsor Chamber, uh, was my boss at the time. And uh, I used to sneak phone calls in the studio while I was, uh, you know, kind of working uh, working on the air uh, as a producer as well. And uh, so a few months in, uh, I ended up going down to part-time. I said, Keith, listen, I, I, I've used up all my vacation. I can't keep up in real estate. Um, I want to go down to part-time so I have you know, more time I can take off. 
not a problem, Dan, go for it. And then a month later, I ended up saying, okay, Keith, I, you know, I'm officially giving my resignation, which was a sad day. Um, and I definitely was sad to, to leave radio. Uh, but it was the right decision, and uh, I was very lucky in my career. Did uh, I was hugely supported by friends and family, and did very well early on. And and what do you think led to that success early on for you? That, that's a great question. I think um, at the end of the day, it, it turned out uh, to be my center of influence. So friends, family, uh, coworkers that supported me very early on. Um, that and reinvesting in my business. So uh, every penny I made, I reinvested back into the business. People don't realize that as a realtor, you are you are operating your own business. You are self-employed. So um, everything you you do, every penny you make, you know, it's it's going 14 different ways before you see a penny yourself. Um, and so I reinvested everything I made early on, and that kind of just catapulted my career um, from, from an early stage and just kept having fun from there. And you're, you got back into the radio industry hosting the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, correct? Yeah, that was, uh, that was an exciting time. Um, and that came to me, that opportunity came back to me around 2014 uh, is when they asked me to come back. Uh, I said no originally, and then 2015, I gave in. And uh, we started live on the air on Sunday mornings uh, from 7 to 8 a.m. And then it was about a year or two later, don't quote me on the numbers, that we started also on Tuesday nights. Uh, and then uh, since then, we've uh, moved sin uh, to, to Saturdays and Sundays from uh, noon to 1 p.m. So it's been lots of fun. Excellent, excellent. Those watching, definitely give it a watch on, on Sundays. Uh, but Dan, you've, you've started multiple ventures, uh, real estate ventures. What have you enjoyed starting um, in real estate? Well, that's a loaded question. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we've we've started a few companies uh, or purchased a few companies along the way. Um, the first one was Doobie's um, flooring and decorating at the time, back in 2016. Uh, it was a flooring and paint store, um, and that I heard through the grapevine was uh, was going to come hit the market, um, and we saw that as an opportunity to offer value to our real estate clients. So we said to ourselves, okay, if we have the store, it's a flooring and paint store, all of our clients, um, oftentimes they need paint and flooring for their homes. So we said to ourselves, okay, we're going to purchase the store and give discounts to all of our real estate clients as they, as they buy and sell with the team. Um, so that happened, we purchased the store and next thing you know, we started adding all of the other products to the store, uh, windows and doors, cabinetry, plumbing fixtures, trim, uh, interior doors, everything, window coverings, everything for, for the inside of, of, a, of a home. Um, and again, the intention there was to basically offer more value to our real estate clients. Uh, and then it took, you know, it became its own animal. We bought the store. It had two full-time employees. We're now at eight, uh, eight, nine employees. The, the business is growing uh, very, very quickly. Uh, again, the, the support uh, across Windsor Essex has been huge for us and that's definitely what's driven our, our businesses so that's one business linden to to answer your question uh there's been uh we have gemma's homes we build uh, new homes as well a new home construction division uh and one of our latest acquisitions was a small property management company uh at the time we we purchased the company they were managing 47 doors uh, we're approaching 400 doors now um and so that that's growing 
growing very quickly in the last couple of years. Uh, and uh, again, all of our businesses, they, they fit hand in hand and they offer benefits to, uh, to our, our real estate clients, which is what it comes down to in the end. Um, our clients were unhappy with the property management options in Windsor Essex. So they kept saying, Dan, let's start, you know, why don't you guys start a property management company? Um, and so that's, that's how it all, it all happened. So is it really allowing you to, I guess, use each of your clients and multiple different business ventures that you have, you can kind of capture them that way and, and help them in, in a variety of different ways. hundred percent. So imagine, um, uh, yourself as an, uh, a real estate investor and um, not only can we help with the purchase or sale of your rental properties but uh, we can also manage the properties for you our, our management division can manage for you and oops by the way you need some renovations well we have that in-house as well we have Doobie's home center so it's all a big encompassing circle uh, same with building houses you build a house with the Dan Genis uh, team you have uh, all of your selections are made in one spot at Doobies Home Center uh, with my wife, Nikki, who runs the operation there, who runs Doobies. Uh, and so as opposed to a builder sending their buyers to 14 different stops, everything is chosen at one store and all the display, all the uh, samples are at the same place. So you can take your kitchen sample over to the paint department, to the flooring department and so on and so forth, to the plumbing department. Um, and have everything in one spot. So that's exactly it. That's that's our vision is that we offer all the services under one roof um, to our real estate clients. But at the same time, you know, we have a lot of other realtor friends across Windsor Essex that, um, that, that trust us in helping their clients with their services as well. And um, for us, we understand the value um, that the various businesses bring whether it's Goldmar or property management or Doobies for home renovations. And, you know, we've worked really hard on our, um, on our reputation over the years and, and realtors trust us to not try and take their clients away from them. If they, if they refer one of their clients to our businesses, it's, it's very, all of our, all of our staff knows you don't ever try and work in the Dan Jemis team. They belong to ABC realtor and that's where they go when they want to buy or sell. Uh, in fact, we've had clients of theirs that have tried to, you know what, we've been you know, working with you guys here. Why don't you help us buy or sell? And the answer is no, we're not doing that. You've worked with, you know, John Doe, and that's where we're going to ask you to, to keep, you know, to keep working. To keep the business. So you're helping other realtors. Of course. For sure. It's, it's a family or a, like a tight-knit community. That's exactly it. At the end of the day, uh, we're all in this business together. Everyone works together. And our end goal is just to provide the best service to, to buyers and sellers investors, you know, people doing renovations as possible. For sure. And I imagine there's been many obstacles and opportunities that you've had in, in real estate. What would you say um, those are? I, opportunities or obstacles working in real estate. So, um, well, uh, again, opportunities, I would say stuff like, um, you know, having my own radio show has been a lot of fun. Um, you know, investing in real estate that's been a, a big uh, avenue for ourselves as well we, we have a lot of real estate investments so just being in the know from from that angle um i guess just just the relationships that uh, we've built over the years um with various you know business people and just all the friends we've made or i've made as well uh being on the road and and meeting buyers and sellers and and helping them throughout the years over and over again helping their kids um, we have buyers and sellers, you know, in my 
12 year career that we've helped three, four, five, six times. Um, so it's really cool to see people coming back and, and asking us to keep helping. For sure. And what's been, you know, throughout all these multiple businesses you've started, what's been, I guess, a challenge for you? That uh, I would say, depending on the business, because every business has its own set of challenges. Um, if I go business by business, uh, Doobies Home Center, when we bought, when we bought Doobies, uh, staffing was our biggest challenge. And, and retail business is a whole different type of animal. Uh, and it wasn't until uh, we got Nick, Nikki into the store to, you know, my wife to, to run the operation. And she was hands on uh, and there day in, day out that we really started getting a groove there and, uh, and turning the corner from that angle. Uh, property management, again, staffing was, was the most difficult part. Um, it's a very fast paced, chaotic business. And um, it's really uh, important to kind of keep things in order because uh, they can get out of hand very, very quickly. So that was our biggest challenge with that. Uh, and now our, our, it's no longer a challenge. People are really wanting to come to, to Goldmar. Uh, the, the brand has been, you know, is, is building up very quickly in the reputation and, and the referrals are, are just uh, streaming in very, very quickly. So now it's keeping up with the demand um, that becomes a challenge as we continue to grow that business. Um, from the real estate team's standpoint, um, you know, we've been very, very blessed and very lucky that we have built our team, you know, um, around us. And I am a very, very small part of the Dan Genesis real estate team. Everyone around me works much harder than I do. Trust me when I say that. Um, our management team is incredible. Our realtors that are on the road every day helping buyers and sellers, they're the ones that do all the hard work and are, are running their butts off. Um, I have the, the fun part of acting as CEO and, and running the operation from the back end. And so the most difficult part there for me was letting go as we've, as we've grown the businesses uh, and trusting in those that you know, we bring in around us to do what they do best, which is everything better than I do. Trust me when I say that. Yes, yes, you have a, a, a giant team that you, you rely on for all of your businesses. Yes, exactly. So I, I have a couple of friends that are uh, in the process of becoming agents, maybe they're fresh out of university or it, there's folks that are watching that are, that are, maybe they're agents themselves. What would you say they can do to stand out in this, in this competitive industry? You know, it's, it's a tough, tough industry and people don't realize, right? Everyone thinks um, that it's a very easy business. I get, I get a call or an email twice a week from people who are thinking of getting into real estate. Um, and I often sit down with people and that's when um, the truth really comes out. When you really get to have a chat with somebody and find out why they're thinking of getting into real estate uh, and really dig deep down because it is not what people think it is. I know everyone has a, a grandeur uh, vision of what selling real estate is. They just think that, you know, you, you go and you open a door and then next thing you know, you make a bunch of money and you go running off to the bank. And it is in fact, not that at all. Um, the majority of realtors are part-time realtors. They have full-time jobs because they are losing money in the industry. It's actually costing them more to be in the business than they're making. Uh, so their, their full-time jobs are subsidizing them, them in, in the business. Um, it's, it's tough because especially in a market like we have now, uh, it's, it's a seller's market. And so it's, it's the brands that are, uh, really built that are, are being able to survive through this market. 
you know, years ago, you'd have a buyer that you'd represent. So as a realtor, you can represent a buyer or a seller. Um, years ago, you'd have a, a buyer you represent. You, you would help them for six months looking at properties, go in, go out. They would find one. They'd fall in love with it, sleep on it a couple days, write an offer under asking, and we'd, we'd negotiate an awesome deal and uh, under asking, and, and they'd be happy. Uh, now that's not the case. Now a realtor could be helping a buyer for two years. They could write 30 offers. That's a lot of work. People don't realize, you know, when you're going to show houses, the stress that people are under and buyers are under right now in this market uh, is terrible. And so as, as realtors, we're feeling it with them. Um, and so they could be working with buyers for two years and then, you know, spending hundreds of hours with buyers and then they just give up and then you've, you haven't made a penny. Um, you've lost a lot of money and, and expenses and gas and, you know, everything like that. Um, and so for a new realtor coming into the market, it's a very, very difficult time. Uh, for the established, it's still very difficult. The market has shifted. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, it goes back to that. So if someone is new coming into the business, um, my first question to them is, why are you coming in? And you, you'd be surprised. Oftentimes you, you hear, oh, I want to have a flexible schedule um, and I want to just kind of work on my own terms. Well, first of all, this business, you don't have a schedule. You work 24-7. You don't have, you know, you work weekends, you work evenings, you work holidays. Uh, and so it is not what you think from that end. And uh, secondly, you know, again, it, you're not making the money you're thinking you're making. You know, you're, you're going to be making $10,000 a year. So um, people think that, oh, great, they charge six percent they just run to the bank that is not the case uh you know both sides split split the, the percentage then the brokerages get their cuts and then the um the real estate um uh, associations get their cuts and the ontario association the national association gets their cuts marketing your business fees so at the end of the day you're left with you know 0.25 percent and so and you have to run your you know your gas and your expenses and your advertising and everything else and, and what type of person would you say would, would fit this role as, as an agent well? Your, your typical um, uh, successful uh, realtor is going to be um, an I personality in disc profiling. For those that are familiar with disc profi profiling, um, your I personalities are your bubbly, you know, people, per, um, people, people, your people persons. Um, and the other ones that, you know, will really build a relationship. You have to be able to build that relationship this business is a relationship business um selling real estate doing you know the act of writing offers and um you know selling homes is not the most complicated in the world there is skill to it it can all be gained and learned and you know like anything school um and that you, you take the courses you, you you learn through all those processes and steps um, the difficulty is building the relationships and understanding that at the end of the day what you are doing for your client and, and their best interest is what is best for them. It's not what, you know, not about selling the house. Uh, people laughed over the years that um, I would talk them out of buying homes. Well, we love this house. Uh, this is not the best one and here's why. Well, Dan, isn't your job to sell us a house? No, my job is to sell you a house that you can sell again in four years when you call me to sell the house again, right? So um, at the end of the day, they trust you and they know that you're, you're after their best interest, which is what's most important. Definitely. And do you think somebody needs a degree to, to become a real estate agent? Um, no, I, you don't need, I don't have a degree. I, my, my, my education is radio and television broadcasting. So, um, you know, I didn't go to university 
for four years or, you know, but um, I worked my tail off. I worked seven days a week. Uh, still to this day, I work seven days a week. And, you know, the reason the team was started in the first place was because I missed my oldest son's, you know, first couple of years of life. Uh, I was working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and so it's a very, very demanding job. Uh, no, you don't need a degree, but um, anything will help. Marketing business, you're operating a business, don't forget. So as a realtor, you're operating a business. You have to have some kind of business sense. Uh, if you don't, you will get buried very, very quickly in this in this career. Excellent. Well, Dan, I, I appreciate all the, the great insights specifically about um, being an agent in real estate industry as an investor, the multiple businesses you've started. But I want to take our conversation to the side a bit. We had some questions that come in that came in um, that I'd love if you could answer. Sure. That's so the, the first one in uh, comes from Pedro. He says, hi, Dan. Uh, what do you say to uh, the rumors of a crash in the housing market in the coming years? That's a topic that we have covered quite a bit on our show. Um, and I, uh, just to, to kind of recap that a little bit, I don't see a giant crash coming. Um, you know, the economists uh, are calling, you know, for another massive increase again this year. Now, with that being said, in Windsor, Essex, our prices have been climbing astronomically over the last three, four years. In fact, like 20% a year. Last year was you know 21, 22%. Um, and so we've gone from you know the average price 10 years ago being $160,000, $170,000 to now being over $400,000. So our prices are climbing very quickly. What I see happening um, is, is that climb, that price climb, eventually starting to slow down and plateau. I don't see our prices going back to where they were at any point in time. I don't think it's ever going to happen. And, you know, I, I did an interview actually with, I was on the air with Mike and Lisa uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And Lisa asked me this exact question. And the comment I made was, quite frankly, even if our prices go down um, in, you know, one or two years, let's say they dip 20%, 10, 20%. Well, don't forget, we've been increasing 20% every year for the last four years. So even if we decrease next year 10, 15%, that's going to erase half a year's gains over the last, you know, crazy four years. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't affect us that hard, but I do see that, you know, it, it, the prices are going to have to stop climbing as fast as they are because our incomes in Windsor Essex are only going so high. And it's, it, there's only, you know, so much coming in. Yes. We're a lot of out of towners coming in from the GTA and, and buying up properties. We're definitely seeing that. Um, I don't see it slowing down. We're seeing our major increases all across you know, Canada. And so those those people in those areas are, are having to go somewhere to get the, the more bang for their buck and Windsor Essex is it. Yes, yes. And uh, next question comes from Cecile and she's asking, is there anything or any way to not get in bidding wars that, that are happening right now? There, there, there is, there's a couple different ways. Number one, um, a, a bully offer. Uh, we call that in the industry as a bully offer, but so basically how that works is um, let's say uh, a new listing hits the market tomorrow. Uh, we go see it tomorrow um, and they're, they're holding off offers. We can still ask them or they're not holding off offers. We can then give them a bully offer. Um, and I guess that'd be if they're, they're, they're holding off offers till next Monday, for example, we would give them a bully offer, which basically says, listen, um, I'm, I'm submitting an offer your way. Have a look at it. 
But what often happens is once a bully offer comes in, the realtors, you know, tells all the other realtors that have book showings that, hey, we've got a bully offer. If you want to submit, submit. So we're still seeing bully offers there. So really something off market would be the best bet. And that's very hard to find right now. Any seller who's selling off market is losing potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars right now. I'm not kidding when I say that. Like yeah. $50,000, $200,000 uh, right now. So selling off market would not be a very smart move for, for a seller. But that's probably your best bet. For sure. Uh, the next question comes from Rick. And Rick's wondering um, if, if price wars are extending to mobile homes um, or are they selling close to asking price? No, mobile homes are seeing the exact same thing. Uh, you know, we've had mobile homes that we've, we've had in the market uh, that would have sold for fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 years ago. They're now selling for $200,000. So, yeah, Rick, to answer your question, it's not changing. Um, things are still moving in mobile homes as well. And the last question in, uh, that came in comes from John, and it says, uh, for, for young home buyers buying their first home out of school, what would you recommend for those people? Um, looking to have their first home being creative uh so first of all like i talk about often uh with, with various different buyers we have to change our mindset here in windsor essex and what we're seeing here has happened in other places around the world around the country around the province uh many times over and gta is a great example of it at one point the gta market was was affordable like ours but it kept climbing um, and people in the GTA are making it work. First time home buyers are making it work. They're having to be more creative. And so like in any very expensive market, the Vancouver's, the New York's, the Toronto's of the world, um, buyers are maybe having to have in-law suites or buying a duplex, uh, just sharing expenses. We're seeing a lot of parents helping their, their young children, their young, younger adults. Uh, children with with down payments right now or just having to save up longer renting a little bit longer and and you know waiting to, to time that market yes the, you're, yeah exactly what you said being creative it's uh it's interesting and it's going to be hard especially when i go to buy at my first home right especially with the market climbing how do yeah. you, uh people fresh at university with some debt get that home right it's tough because anybody who at this point has owned real estate throughout this, you know, the increase the last four years, last three, four years, um, well, they have, they're taking their equity with them, right? So they have been able to enjoy the massive price increases we've been seeing across Windsor, Essex and across the country. Uh, it's those that are new to the market, like a first time buyer that, that have not had the ability to, to enjoy that, that price increase and take that equity with them to the next home that are going to be feeling it the most. Yes, exactly. Well, Dan, I think we've covered a variety of topics. We talked about your your career, how you first started, um, the obstacles that you've you've come over, and uh, the many many business ventures that you've started. And then we went a, a bit to the side and we talked about real estate specifics. So, Dan, I appreciate your your time on the show today. Always lots of fun, Lyndon. Great seeing you. Yes, thanks so much. And to those watching, we'll see you soon. Thanks, Dan.